You're listening to they know what they do yes they do stop playing hey angels happy sunday so it's sunday and on sunday i really like to go to church Beware of the false motives of others. Be careful of those who pretend to be brothers. Mm, okay. But that's not what we're here to talk about. It's Sunday, and I wanted to say that, um, you know, a lot of people get all ugly because they are like, you know, I don't believe in God. or uh, And they have a lot of very heavy argument as to why. So I don't want to get into any of their, you know, things that would cause a debate because that's not my interest. It's a waste of time. What I do want to say is that I was, I, <laughs> energy, was listening, watching church on uh, online. I like to watch Lakewood Church. And I didn't wake up in time this morning because we are doing an exodus, which I will talk about another time in a podcast called Exodus. But at the time, anyway, right now, though, I don't want you to be distracted. I want you to focus on my words and what I'm talking about right now. And that is that um, we have to always remember that there is, for those who are listening and who want to continue to listen, you know, I want to talk about love and God and that is all. And I'm sorry if you don't believe in it. I pray that I am not a hypocrite on any level. I am a human being that was, you know, brought up a certain way. And I, since I was 18 years old, I have to say since I was 17 and a half, I was really making a mental change to say, I don't want to live like this. I want better. And every single decision I made from that moment forward, literally, you can ask any of my friends that were my friends at the time, because I grew out of them. And I still love them, I still check on them, and a couple of them I actually saw up until, you know, I was in my late 40s. And so, um, and they were, you know, they weren't love, 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 there was some things, but that's a distraction. What God is, is love, right? So today I was watching, I woke up late, and so I missed church, the first 8.30 church that I like to watch. And in Houston, it's an hour behind. And so I uh, was like, ah, you know, damn, because we were up really late and uh, I missed church. And so I was like, oh my gosh. But I wasn't like devastated. I just went to use the bathroom and I was sitting here with my hands literally in my hand, my head in my hand. And I was like, damn, I kind of wanted to know what they're talking about. I could use it. We're in a, a transition. And I love that, you know, we're in a transition and it's very exciting. So I wanted to know what would the word be today? Because what I really appreciate is that the church that I watch, it doesn't matter who's speaking, the Lord is using, that people are chosen, are literally 
voices and conduits for a voice from the Lord. You know, because it makes perfect sense. It's matching. It's, you know, giving you that. Uh, they always say, they used to say that when you, God spoke to you or you felt like he told you something, there'll be confirmation, right? And that's what it seems like. It's like a confirmation. Let's see what's next because I don't want to just listen to anything. I actually put that on because it's churchy. And, um, okay, we'll just let it go. So, um, today, so I had to, I just happened to decide to just go to Facebook and log on and there were no alerts. It was interesting to me because there was no alerts that would say, you know, Lakewood, because I follow it. It's right there. And when I clicked it anyway, there, there were alerts that said, so something just like it clicked in it for me because I'm I'm having a little hacker issue (laughs) again, you know, it's starting to be like blatant, but like I, here I am, you know, and it's okay, whatever, you know, technology's got us like that. They're watching us. Don't think they're not watching you. Watch yourself. Act like you got some damn sense because, you know, you're being watched. Oh, let's hear this for a second. I was just a little girl. Skinny legs, and curl. Well, mama always thought I'd be a star. Way before the record deal. The streets of nurture, Lauren Hill. Made sure that I never go too far. Hey. Listen, so, so I end up being uh checking up on this church thing and i click it and it's on church is on it's live and it's the eleven thirty service they're an hour behind and so i thought that it was the end of the church and i was just getting a word from these people because the lead pastor doesn't usually speak um like always speak in the second you know church session and so what they had going on was super special. It was great. And, but what it did was, and I don't, there's no doubt that the people listen to the Enoch Theory podcast and I love it. And they, this little couple, they are so proud of their time together and what they've been through their multiracial couple. It was very awesome conversation with one of the young pastors there. And it was very inspirational. But what he was talking about was the children and how, you know, it was kind of led in just we have to take the children and make a difference in guiding the children, blessing the children, protecting the children, guiding them to God early. And then it's like speaking to the children and saying, you know, come in. And if we could change the children, we could change the world. And I was just talking about that with my husband. And I was in my podcast, if you've listened to my children podcast and various ones like that, that's what I'm saying. And I love that. And so I do have a lot of listeners um, on my other platforms. Apple is the main platform and all the other platforms are available. Um, the web lately, I've had like 28% is up in web browsing for the podcast, which is great. And my men are up. I used to only have 68% men and now I have 28% men or 22%, a very high number of men for what I, from what I had before, 20%. And so um, in this word, it was very, it had me emotional. And I was also able, even in the midst of what we're doing here, I was able to bring my phone to 
the kitchen and where my husband was making us brunch and um, pretty much breakfast and because we were all up later and my son was there, you know, doing his thing, preparing for the day with our, you know, our awesome adventure we have going on here. And he listened too. So, you know, it was just a great thing because last Sunday I said, this was such a great church. I wish you guys could have listened to it with me, right? But I didn't, you know, um, get a chance to have them with it last Sunday. But this Sunday they were able to, it turns out that wasn't even the end. It was actually the beginning and the young man from the couple that were speaking, he came to speak alone and he was able to speak as the pastor would speak, like the guest speaker. And it was just phenomenal and it was great. And I pray that a lot of people hear it. And I wanted to say to you guys that what I was inspired by this speaking was to make sure I did, I'm at home guys, so if you hear some like, my other bathroom is connected to my half bathroom. So you're gonna hear some things. <laughs> and so, cause we're in the middle of moving about, busting ass, you know, I'll tell you about it later. I'm gonna talk about it in this one. So um, anyway, so the young man was speaking and he was like, you know, um, basically what I'm talking about, which is I want you all to know that like when we're driving in traffic, like when we're with kids, when we're around each other, when we're with our spouses and siblings and whoever, we don't have to be mean to them. We don't have to be negative. We don't have to because of what they did to us when we were all freaking bust, jacked up from our horrible childhood. So we were making crazy decisions based on those experiences but once we give us a chance to grow you're in our face and be in our family for so long that you're not allowing us to grow or you're just a hothead example there was a young man in the um store that we were in you know visiting yesterday and my husband had to pop in first and he thought it was gonna be real quick but it wasn't he was surprised it was almost closing time and it was packed and he was like oh my gosh so he he came back home and he was like oh my gosh you know, it was packed. And um, he said, and there's a crazy jerk. When we, He's like, you want to come back with me? And I was like, yeah, I can stay there while, and wait online while you continue to do what you have to do. And he's like, that's a great idea. So we go back and when we pull in, we're just backing in. My husband likes to back in and we're backing in. And just as we're backing in, he said, yeah. And there was a crazy idiot inside acting crazy. And I was like, what? He said, not an employee, a customer. I was like, really? And he didn't get a chance to tell me what happened because a man appeared at the door as my husband opened his door. This gigantic black man. And he was geeked up, muscles out with tats around him. And he wasn't super brown. He was like medium complexion. And he wasn't like, I was not saying like, you know, if we were in an all white environment, he wasn't like, oh God, he black, yeah. No, he was just like a moderately complected black men but his eyes to me looked a little like mean from my theory but <laughs> he was a handsome enough guy but he was tight t-shirt in his jeans and he was about six three easy and he comes to the door and he's like hey and you don't know my husband because he didn't tell me that was him he didn't say nothing my husband saw him coming and he came up to my husband and say nothing he just opened the door boom and the guy came over to the door and was like hey i just wanted to apologize to you 
earlier from earlier and my husband was like okay man he said you know i was tired i'm frustrated my husband said we all are men and so he's like yeah boom boom and so i was like oh shoot that was the crazy man he's like yeah and he's like you know told me real quick in a brief because we're moving real fast he said you know yeah he was lost his shit in there for no reason and he didn't get to really tell me what happened so it's just like okay boom we go in we pull in he grabs this cooler so i can sit down because it's packed and i gotta wait online and so I sit down, you know, with my, you know, I wear this brim. Y'all seen it. If you on my Instagram or any of my social media, you see this brim that I like to wear when I'm chilling. And I'm in my brim and, you know, um, just some regular little leggings and some little quick slip-on sneakers and um, little uh, winter. It's like, why is she wearing it? It's hot outside. They're like, why is she wearing that little zip-up winter, you know, like a little fleece? And it's because I'm not a fool. I'm not going to sit in these cold places that are trying to bless us with air conditioning and shiver down to the ground. And I was cozy, baby. And not only that, I had my phone with my music on. You might find me at no stores. I have no time for manicure with you instead of either. Oh. What? I'm still me and here. It's Sunday, but it's just another day. But this day, we just praise the Lord on this day because they're so grateful. It's like the seventh day and, you know, we start in a whole new week and we need to be precedentedly prayed up. Just repossess my phone, my phone. This is why you love me, baby. So anyway, so I'm in there like that and I got my phone with me and I'm playing some music like this right here, low. But it's not Lauren, I play that later and it turns out he could hear it all. He's right by me. There's a lady, he's like, he's leaning his body half over on some like counter or boxes or something. And there's a woman sitting to the left of him and she's a super brown skinned lady with her hair short. She looks a little older than him and her foot is in like a, brace you know a medical brace and there's some crutches laying up against the thing so maybe that's why she's sitting and it's like a business chair from the behind the counter and i guess because he's making that scene you know whatever he's doing so i'm playing my music and i i was playing like whatever i wanted you know i think at that time i was playing like some tank because <laughs> i was just listening to some tank recently trying to hear what he's talking about but you know it's not for me but then i move it on because i'm like i'm djing i'm just playing some music quietly to myself i'm pushed away and um it's quiet in there there's no other music at all just people and everybody's quiet and tense because everybody's tired it's you know <laughs> and so um so i was playing my music and the guy's listening and when he gets to lauren hill he goes miseducation of lauren hill you know, and so he's just like walking around, but he's trying to keep his shit together. And he said, as the place started to clear out, you know, my husband got taken care of, like the guy who recognized my husband because he said, they know me. All you got to do is see me. And um, and so the guy pulled him over and he, you know, behind the counter, it's like, hey, Agard, you know, and so my husband's over there. He's like, yeah, boop, 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 gets him taken care of. That guy's watching, get taken care of all those other people online. are probably like, what the hell? But that's what my husband expects, and that's how he's usually treated. And that guy, when my husband walked up the first time from behind the counter, etc., the guy got disrespectful, tripping, tripping, telling him to stay, like, get away from his girl, like, get away from her, like, because he was standing near him. He said, my husband don't stand near people, so he was just fucking with the little guy. I don't know, he, <laughs> he just seemed like he was from jail. Me. 
All right. He just seemed like he was from jail to me. And guess what? So what? You're trying to get a new life. It looked like that lady, the Holy Spirit made it where she can't help you now. Because surely since you got out, she's been helping you. I could tell. Whatever. Assumptions or theories. You decide. And so that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is, is that's what the image is. I'm getting of him. He lost his shit acting up. Grow man. He looks like he's easy in his late 30s to early 40s at least. And and then black don't crack. So he could be older than that. Right? But he was geeked like in a way. <laughs> I'm from South Central LA. So I've, I've seen, you know, the niggas that pump, you know, <laughs> in the yard. And so, um, you know, I... And me, and I'm not afraid of anything, and I've got my husband back, and I'm just bringing love to the place. And so the place started, you know, after the guy was taking care of my husband, um, I, the music was playing, and people were, like, leaving, and it was just, like, getting taken care of faster. People from outside were coming in and helping out quicker, and things were, like, moving suddenly. It was like a, just an energy came over, an energy came over it. And so um, the man started apologizing out loud. He's like, I'm sorry, you know, I, you know. And I was like, it's all good, brother. You just got to, you know, stay focused and stay disciplined. It's all a faith walk, my man. And he was like, you right. He turned to me in a, <laughs> and he was like, you right, you right. He said, my bad. And I said, no problem. It's all love here. I'm here to energize the place. And he's like, I hear that. And then his girl had to go to the bathroom. And so she goes, oh, he kissed his girl. When he kissed his girl, I really loved that. He was like, he kissed her on the mouth and he was like, I'm sorry, baby, it's all good. And he stood up and she's like happy. And you see her body language, like her shoulders move softly. Instead, they were like tense. Like she was like, her body was away from him. She had her back to him. When he was had like leaning next to her, her back was to him. Like nigga, and my husband said that she looked like she, you know, she was like, Lord, what are you acting like this for? And so my husband later said that she was probably the reason he came out to apologize because when the car, when she probably saw the car he got in, because it's the last front place. And when he was backing in, she probably saw it and was like, you need to apologize to him. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Or he just is trying to grow. That's what I got from it. And I, if you're trying to grow, I don't care if you're from jail. But I don't care as long as you ain't hurting kids. You need to stay there if you're hurting kids and you can't stop. You need to stay there. But um, Or beating on ladies and you can't stop. You can stay there. We don't have time for no hurting ladies. You know, women have been through enough. You know, we don't have time for that. Um, or children. If you're beating on children, you're crazy. Don't freaking touch them. Stop it. They're children. You are the adult and you are the person who should be able to voice of reason the scenario. Um, so the bottom line was, the moral to the story was, I came in there with my energy love and was bringing energy and courage and all that backup love to the place. But I wasn't coming angry at my people, coming to be like, to bicker with his girl whose foot is hurt. You know, um, have, you know, the whole place take him down because, you know, he everybody saw he was tripping. But it just, the music, the energy, my cute self sitting in that corner on that cooler <laughs> with my brim hat, you know, just chilling. You know, it's just love. And my round, perfect sunglasses, pink sunglasses with the little rhinestones in them. Y'all seen them. It's a vibe, right? It's energy and it's love. And I just want to say that that's what church was kind of about today and how we got to start with these children. Start with the children. Make it easier for them. Have conversations with them. Keep them engaged. Don't just leave them, feed them, clothe them, take them to their activities and brag about 
how they're doing in it. And then you don't really know your child or you lie into yourself and how you're treating them because you do all those things, but you snatch them up, you know, you smack them up, you know, you got some things you do and it's just not right. Or you don't do their hair all the time. If they're girls or boys, the boys are going to work school with their hair all overgrown and linty. Now, start with the children and we could change the world. Love on them. And then there are people that have been stunted in their growth. So they're still that child to a certain extent and they're trying and you see it, help them. Don't make it worse for them. All right. I just want to say peace, love and energy to you. I got to let you go. We got stuff to do and my people just let me put my feet up <laughs> and do my best. All right. But um, change will come eventually. Love. All right. I love you guys so much. And I just want to say that um, you can do it. We can do it. And peace. You're listening to the Ena Theory Podcast with Energy. And Donna Simon, her music. I love singing very much. I wanted to kind of like have it playing in the background, but 
I'm using my husband's Android, and I don't really know how to use his phone to good. And I had to use the um, the uh, YouTube channel to play the song for you because I just discovered it today. So I have a cousin. Her name is Donna Simon. Now she's married, so I don't know if she's going by Donna Simon Levitt because everybody started out in their, um, you know, um, their name with the married name to it. And so, um, but anyway, my cousin Donna has, you know, I come from a singing family. Um, I've said this a few times in my other podcasts that my mom and her sisters had a group called the Master Key, and they all had their own harmony um, part to play. And so we used to grow up hearing them sing because they, you know, would do a gig. We didn't know we were little, <laughs> but they would just be back amped up, you know, drinking, smoking, talking, and singing. And so I grew up with a singing background and so God blessed me with a family when I was alone in upstate New York with all that hacker stalker shit going on and my husband had to work nights and I was calling this prayer man and you know from this book and um, and suddenly this big giant tall and large in amount of people family came into my life and um, they're the Paul family and I love them very much and I have a you know I just know that my love for them surpasses human understanding and you know each person everybody's different and I'm older than them and um, so I don't care about bullshit things and whatever I don't go talking about it you know I just want to love you baby (laughs) and so when I hear this song you know it just reminds me of my friends who sing and I want to hear like I want to hear my friend Jermaine Paul's daughter sing this with her pretty ass voice, but it has adult content in a way, so I don't want her to sing it now because I wouldn't want my daughter to do that. I wouldn't want to do it to her. However, I would love to hear that voice, but it reminds me of my cousin Donna, and so today I've been exploring her album because um, I decided, well, shit, let me hear if there's any songs that sound like Donna, and now I'm older, so I was like the only person besides her boyfriend, who happened to be a guy that was in the industry, um, a white Jewish guy who I felt used to take her music and take it to New York and sell it to Alicia Keys people, and Alicia Keys came out with my cousin's music, and she had a shitty voice, and um, she did it in the same way. My cousin used to write in this journal, in those little school journal composites, you know, journals, and Alicia Keys had her songs in A minor in the way the album was set up in a way that it showed that and that kind of fucked with me. But anyway, I don't want to talk about her because I'm not a fan. I want to talk about Donna Simon and this song, Her, that I love so damn much. So we're going to play it again because I love it so much. But um, it's been a minute, angels. And, um, you know, life is a journey and I'm on it and I don't really try to let people, I'm an Aquarius, you know, I like to live detached. I don't like to be forced to do things anybody's way, really. And, um, you know, I know that it could, I can have more listeners, even though I feel like, you know, it's really catching on and I really love it. And I love that it's around the world. I really love that because there are people with foreign accents and stuff like listening to my shit. And that's crazy to me. But, um, Today, when I was listening to this song, and I was playing it really loud in the car while my husband was in the store, and um, there were some people parked, somebody backed in next to me, and my window was down even though the air conditioner's on, because I really prefer the heat, but when my husband gets in the car, he's a polar bear and he needs the cool air. 
So somebody pulled in next to me and I didn't ever looked over. I have my sunglasses on. I'm not paying attention to them. And, um, and I'm playing the song, you know, and I'm playing it and I play the whole thing and I'm ready to starting it again. And these people finally get out the car and there's like, the guy starts talking to me. And so I turn the music down and I turn to him and it's a Mexican, small Mexican man. And he's got a strong accent and he's saying something and he's telling me, he's showing me somebody who is suddenly there's like a toy on top of my car door window where I can't see. It's just at the door and he's talking to me. So I'm like, wait, there's something there. And I look down and there's a tiny little human, his son, apparently, who's showing me his toy. And that's one of the things I tell my daughter and my husband, why I love tiny little people. And I want to work with them as opposed to middle schoolers. Like we did a lot of time with middle schoolers and upper grades in elementary school and high school, but we didn't get to really spend a lot, a lot of time with the tiniest people was for a second. And so this little person is showing me his toy. <laughs> That's what they love to do. I love that about little babies. Black people, everybody, I love to talk to black people, you know that, I'm sorry, but everybody, if you have a little tiny person, especially a little boy, they like to have stuff in their hands. Like when we were at a restaurant recently, um, on our anniversary, we are at a restaurant, my husband and I, and there was a little family that came in, and they had a baby in a container, like a little holder, and it was like, turned out the baby was like six weeks old, and um, and a little toddler boy, and he didn't have a toy in his hand, they gave him the little um, alert thing that we're supposed to have, that they give you to let you know your table's ready, and so the parents let him hold that, and he's just do taking it like a plane, and showing it to me, and showing it to everybody, and I was just like, oh, he needs a toy in his hand, and my, my daughter, who is studying psychology, was like, right, people don't realize that, yes, they should, little boys should have something when they go out into the world to keep them busy, and so otherwise, they'll take a match cover, they don't care, and so anyway, somebody was showing me something and it turns out it was a little person. So I look over and they had enjoyed, like he was listening to me, enjoying the hell out of the song in such a way. I, on God, don't care who's watching. I'm 53. I'm just listening to this song, rocking. Just, and it's a slow jam. I love slow jams. And so I see the little boy and I'm like, oh my God, it's a little person. And he's smiling at me with the biggest smile in the world all up on my car. And he's showing me his little toy. And I was like, oh, and the father says it's his birthday with a really strong accent. I said, it's his birthday? Like I did. I hear that right. And he's like, yes, it's his birthday. And he's holding his little head. And the little boy's like showing me the car. And he's like, you know, <laughs> showing me his car, like pointing at it and one trying to tell me something. And so I'm just like, oh, well, happy birthday. And I said, and he was like acting like he didn't understand English. And I said, you speak Spanish? And I said, um, hablo español, and the father said, yes, and I said, um, feliz cumpleaños, and the father said, um, say gracias, you know, to him, and it was just an adorable moment to me, because I'm a weirdo, while the world is on fire, as you've heard me say, and everybody wants to argue and drive crazy in traffic, and people are killing each other, and just acting a god dang fool, I just want to love you, baby, that's what I want to do, and trust me when I tell you, like, you know, Diddy has a song called Act Bad, <laughs> and people are mad. I was looking at the comments, like, act bad, act bad, act bad. It's got a nice little beat to it, but I don't want to act bad, because my bad is bad to hell, like, unhinged act bad. <laughs> so I try to be good, and I want to be good, and I want to love, and, and so that's why I really love this song. So um, I want to put it back on for you, because I want you to love it, too. <laughs> and um, I told my husband I just needed 10 minutes for this quick podcast to tell you that I love the song. I love you. Get in the spirit of love. It's Friday. You know, Diddy called it F it Friday, but I'm just call it love it Friday, frankly, because 
at this stage of the game, we need to really love and we need to love each other and love, love, love. And he gave me my 10 minutes and 39 seconds and he is coming back to the car. And so I just wanted to say, I love you and peace. And I'm going to put the song back on. Chili, chili, con, con. Okay. 740. I don't know what time that school closes. We'll find out in a minute. You're listening to the inner theory. The adversary is busy, but we are busier. So, as you heard, Mr. Akers came to the car. But as I was saying to him after I got off with you guys, I I want us to get back to love. Like, people like hating, and they call it hating, and it's funny. They, you know, recently I've been, I was in a hotel and I was able to watch some TV and I saw the, how mean it is and that, that society's all dressed up and acting crazy and breaking bottles in restaurants and that's not it. Breaking up with people you love and realizing later that you still love them and now you want to take them from the people that love them or you want to leave the person that loves you because you still love the person that you fucked up with. some time to love, want to, want to, I am living proof that hate, pain, rage, unhinged, all the things bad is love, because I choose it, and loving is okay, and you know, my daughter's in a relationship, a new love thing, and I, you know, one time we were, I called her the other day and she's like, I'm like, what you doing? My husband's on speaker. My son's in the car. And we're all like, yay, calling her at college. And she's like, I'm just laying here talking to Kyle. Like they're laying on the bed talking together, you know, like new love. You know what I mean? And, and that's just a beautiful thing. And there's nothing wrong with it. And people want to hate and cheat and break hearts or chase their flesh and, You know what's crazy? Doing that is not it, though. You know? Doing that is not it. Chasing your flesh is not it. It's not it. What is it is loving. Loving. Loving is, it feels so much better. And you know what's crazy? When people look at me, and look at my husband and like, damn, what? How old are you? And we were like in a restaurant recently, and my husband and I like to guess ages. And I'm always right, usually. Oh God, he gets close, but I'm right. And so um, people, we they always say, well, how old are you? Because we ask, you know, we're asking ages, doing our thing. We're like, well, how old are you guys? And we're like, how old do you think we are? And nobody believes he's 64. Nobody believes I'm 53. They're totally like at least 15 years off with him, 20 plus years off with me. And it's not, I'm not sitting here bragging about how I look. God knows we fight to look our best. I'm saying it because it's a choice to love. I could choose to be a mean ass bitch with the puffs under my eyes, drinking something, 
mad when I don't, you know, enraged or whatever it is. I, I want to love, baby. And so I came back to say that to you. And I told you I was exploring her. H-E-R. H dot E dot R dot. And um, because it reminds me of Donna Simon. Look her up. If she's anywhere to be found, ask about her. Ask just Jeff Robinson where he got that music from. And Donna Simon. Who is she? Donna Simon from L.A. Singing. Okay. Real voice. Lyrics. Writing the lyrics. Cutting and editing engineering her music herself you understand but i just want to say just love it's okay if you feel like oh you know i'm a, I'm a mushy person it's okay just balance that out get in the gym if you need to punch a bag you know go take some lessons karate lessons or put boxing lessons to get up your balance because sometimes you know if you don't have your prayer game up somebody might cry you because you're loving and as my son knows and understands, ain't nothing like a knee to the mouth when you go too far. As my daughter would say, you fucked around and found out. Love is so much better than getting your mouth busted open. <laughs> Love is so much better than abusing and fighting. And if you're a person that drinks and beats your person, you don't mean it because you love them. Please work on that. Like, immediately stop it. Stop it. Like, let your other self stop that self. Get the courage. You're your own self. You understand? But at the same time, humanity makes it hard, right? People act crazy, your co-worker, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Like my husband will be driving down the street and people will be acting crazy. And I, I'm like, he's like, see, they're going to crash and die. And I'll be like, no, I pray they don't crash and die. You understand? Let's just try to love. Choose it. Choose love, right? I don't know what's coming next on this her thing that they're playing for me, apparently, but I'm just trying to... Oh, they're playing that Damage song. I like that song. I think that's the only song I ever heard of the girl Her, this Damage song. It's a nice song. I really like it. You know, you can do damage, and that's the thing. Like, somebody's trusting you, they're loving you, and you're acting crazy, making it where they can't trust you, doing all kinds of stuff when they can, you could give them solace. You got it. Hey. I'm emotionally invested. Showing you all my imperfections. But if I let you, you'll take me for granted. It just reminds me of Mr. Akers. Promise me you won't let me fall. Holding his arm, you know? Listen, it is okay to love. If you get nothing from this podcast with Packer Stalker is hindering me from making the main podcast, it keeps making me added to this other podcast. But it's okay. Just take a peek. Be curious. It's worth it. We got it. I'm putting pressure. You only cut me if I let you. I'm not doing this just for pleasure. 
Either you love me or I'm a lesson. Mm, I'm a little horse. Can't sing it for you. Ah. Humanity, you're listening all over the world. I appreciate you. I thank you for listening. I know you can't promise me you won't let me fall because you don't know me, but I'm sending you love. I can't make you any promises, but I can promise you this. If you choose God, you might go through some things. I don't know what your karma is, but if you choose him, he ain't going to let you down. Hey, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. I am. I don't care. And I'm not like a Bible thumper. People know it. I just, I'm balanced, loving the Lord, trying my best, and sometimes my cup leans to the left or leans to the right, but I'm trying to balance it out, and I'm sharing that journey with you, and I know I got enemies listening, and that's funny and crazy. Those who know me in my 20s was like, hell no, even in my early 30s, I was blocking, not trying to let anybody know anything, but I know that people listen. That hacker stalker experience lets me know people are listening when you're not even expecting it to, so... I don't know what's coming next, but I don't really want to hear anything else from what I heard from the album. I was listening to the album earlier, and I was skipping, and I wasn't in the song that I found that I fell in love with that every time. I really like that song. This one? Yeah, I think this is it. It's got a video. I've never seen this video. not just, it's not just the way she's singing it, it's not just about the lyrics, it's also the way she's singing it, Donna Simon, get that name I was talking in my other podcast, before the Strangers was coming, I was mentioning this family of singers that the Lord introduced me to. And they gave me a chance to use my voice. <clears throat> and they gave my kids a chance to feel comfortable. And they brought singing into their world in a way that I had it. Because they were eight people who would also break into song. Or I would say seven of them would. And the eighth one was playing the keyboard or the drums or the piano in a way, you know, while the others were singing and they're harmonizing. And they didn't know that I grew up like that too. Like the Lord sent me these people and they were tall, they were warriors. And he's back. Podcast. I think you forgot something. Oh shit. Oh. Are you done with phone now, right?
Alright, that is. Peace.